0: In this new era of hope and change, we discuss Swing Vote, the world's most irrelevant political satire. Flophouse. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm
1: Elliot Kalen. And I'm Will Hines.
0: That's right. We have a guest because Stuart was called called away to Baltimore. Ooh.
1: Yeah. No doubt
0: Stringer Bell is up to his old tricks. Yep. Mm-hmm, um,
1: no. Stuart's
2: demand to stop him. Yeah. He had to go team up with Omar on something.
0: Exactly. Elliot's now started watching the wire, so he can start. I've making seen these the first four jokes. of the
2: twenty five discs in the series. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty not good. so bad
0: though, for yeah. five seasons.
1: That's like when it starts to get good. It requires more investment of time than any other series that's been raved about.
2: Oh well, I, I liked it from the I liked it from the first episode. Okay, but it you. is. I can see it getting richer over time, you know. But.
0: Yeah. But this isn't the Wirecast. No. This oh, if, if only this was the Wirehouse. <laughs> 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 the Wirehouse. That sounds like a good uh, indie band.
2: It does sound like a good indie band.
0: Um, okay, guys. Yeah. Tonight
2: we found the
0: Wirehouse, the All best right.
2: indie band on the market. Yep.
0: I call tambourine.
2: <laughs> oh, so it's that kind of indie band. We or find indie
1: band and we take over for them.
0: So, um, Will, yes, uh, let's introduce Will. He <laughs> teaches at the uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in New York City. That's
1: great. I'm just curious what you knew about me.
0: Um, you know, because we we've,
1: a, we've uh, met in passing at a couple of different events, and so I don't yeah. know how much information you actually picked up. But that's yeah. right. Yeah,
0: he's a. How much information? I don't know. I know that you're a comics fan. Yeah, um, that's right.
1: I do. I love comics. Owns cats. He's
0: he owns Cats. Yes. He's a sketch and improv... Uh, dude. Dude. <laughs> yep. And I was on the internet today. Oh, yeah. And I saw that you have a role in the upcoming film, The Mystery Team. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, which uh, was at The Sundance. Derek Comedy.
1: Yeah, it was at Sundance. So technically, I was at Sundance. I was viewed at Sundance.
0: That got a well, lot of good nice. reviews uh, from oh, yeah. The yeah. It's onion. a very good
1: movie. I have two lines of exposition. <laughs> I'm, the name of my guy was Reasonable Principle. I'm not kidding. I established the main character... <laughs> and then that's it. But it was really fun. I was pretty glad.
0: Now I have this right. Uh, let's see if I have it right. It's a movie about a uh, an aging team of boy detectives, a la yeah. the Hardy Boys or the Three Investigators. Right, but
1: now they're almost out of high school and they're still solving crimes the same way. But they have to solve a murder with those techniques. So that sounds could, like a, fun could, movie. a pretty
2: good. I'll, buy, I'll make that movie. Yeah, I've accepted your pitch. So, I'm not pitching to you. Well, we're but in production. That's, I'm that's giving us a it the green light. Yeah, it's a, a green really light funny idea. idea.
0: So if you uh... so when can I
1: expect the script by? <laughs> well, it's, I guess it's already <laughs> written and shot and produced. So later tonight I could email it to you. Rayland, it doesn't get... matter because other people have made it and own it. Let's so get this thing in the can. I'm excited to be working the on it. Won't matter. This is going to be our next big production. Want, as your friend, what well, do you know? If you make this movie, you'll be wasting your time. I see somebody else owns it.
2: Michael, Sarah, and you'll maybe probably, Woody Harrelson. You'll probably get If you actually sued. make that
1: happen, you might be able to have your movie surpass this
2: one. Currently, I think I see who else is big on the. T- I think I can get Miley Cyrus for this. Mm. Okay,
0: well, this is a legal problem waiting to happen.
2: <laughs> and I'm going to call it the Derrick movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, about um,
0: oil derricks. Wow. Well. So, but. <laughs> A
2: movie about oil derricks. <laughs> yeah, why like Syriana.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. I, get... I was going to yeah. say, why
2: hasn't that been made before?
0: But I guess it has. Yep. But we didn't watch the mystery team tonight. We watched no. uh, Swing Vote. Yes. A political movie in this new era of hope Almost a political change.
1: fable, really, kind of. Yeah,
2: yeah, I would say that's about right. The only thing keeping it from being a totally fable, political fable, is that there was no magic or mm-hmm. supernatural happening. Right. Those wizards. No wizards, unfortunately. Right.
0: Or gnomes.
1: But uh. a movie, a movie where the, in uh, a presidential election comes down to the vote of a single man, mm-hmm. and you're not going to believe which man the, the least likely guy. Now I know
2: what you're thinking. It's obviously going to be a college professor, sure. someone who's suited to someone make that an choice. Education, a historian, someone who reads the paper now and then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, no way.
1: Wrong again. This is wrong like on. the worst guy. <laughs> you, if you had to pick one guy to have a vote, I get This guy's
0: way toward the bottom of the list. He I is don't, the last yeah, vote you would swing. I wouldn't go that. far far i mean like he's not a serial killer or something but a serial killer
2: might have some good ideas a serial killer would have some focus yeah like a serial he's got an issue
1: let me just killing just the same way the movie established the
0: character (laughs) i really vote on one issue
2: getting the voices in my head to stop right single
0: issue voter no no good that would be an easy guy to pander to though Mm mm-hmm I mean, uh, uh, you know, I imagine a pardon, a presidential pardon, would be involved somehow. (laughs) If Charlie
1: Coffin wrote the movie, it would be like a multiple schizophrenic who was the one guy. It was like four different movies going on at once, each pandering to the different
2: personalities. Mm -hmm. Well, if he he needed a pardon, that would mean he'd been convicted, in which case he's a felon.
0: Well, but as you pointed out, Elliot, Kevin Costner's character is a two-time felon.
2: And what is the name of uh, Kevin Costner's character? His name
0: was uh,
2: Ernest Johnson. Nicknamed... Bud. Bud, Bud. The
0: names in this movie are awesomely,
1: <laughs>
2: uh, not like,
1: imaginative in every way. What was
2: the name of the and the reporter that Kate, Kate Madison? Kate Madison. His daughter's name is uh, Kate Madison. Uh, Molly. That sounds Molly like a Johnson. Disney
0: Channel singer. You know, like a youth. youth Definitely, singer. Yeah. she sounds constructed.
2: And the, the presidential candidates are Greenleaf. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I think Boone is the other Boone, one. Boone, yeah. Boone is uh, well. We should start. You from... should guess which one's the Democrat, though. Oh, oh yes. yes, Greenleaf Boone or... or Boone. <laughs> Greenleaf. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, well, during the movie, you, you couldn't remember the name of the other Republican, Republican, yeah. And you're like, "What's his name? Money weapon?" Yeah, and I thought that. Was right, funny.
0: Yeah. Elliot Greenleaf. You're good at uh, quickly summing up the plots of things. Yes. Why don't you do that rapidly? Sure. Well, Blurb Machine.
2: Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Blurb blurb Machine, activate. (laughs) Uh, We're introduced to Kevin Costner. He plays. Ernest Johnson mm-hmm. he is not very good at anything he works at an egg factory with a lot of Mexicans and Judge Reinhold and his daughter <laughs> is very smart uh, she is the preco- she's like the Lisa Simpson of this two person yeah. single parent family right mm-hmm. uh, she's and- like
0: uh, a kid in a Neil Simon movie but she doesn't swear exactly if Marge yes. <laughs> and Bart and uh, Maggie died somehow mm-hmm. probably a plane crash yeah
2: and maybe like Marge hangs on for a couple days but then unfortunately passes yeah. away
1: boy that show would take a really different turn <laughs> it's a very t- <laughs> yeah. such a sad show yeah it's like Million Dollar Baby of sitcoms.
0: <laughs>
2: Twenty years of happiness and joy, then the end it of it. Like, I like... couldn't even want to watch it anymore. <laughs> no. you know? just oh. uh, every episode from before that has been ruined because you yeah. know, like you can't watch it because you know it's going to happen to these characters. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, so Molly is a is a prodigy. She's very interested in politics. She's precocious. She's very yeah. precocious in the way movie kids are. Right. and she takes care of her dad
1: more than he takes care of her. Yes, am I the only one who noticed that?
2: Oh no, wait. <laughs> We were reminded of that in every scene. (laughs) Oh right, yes. And it's election day's coming up. It's two thousand eight. Most important election of our lifetime between two white guys who one's vaguely Republican and one's vaguely Democrat. Yeah. And uh, she says to him, Don't forget to vote, Dad. Dad, Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to do a report on you voting.
0: He even runs into a sign that says, uh, remember to vote. He goes
2: and drinks. Oh shit, I'm supposed to vote today. Yeah. He runs outside, hits his head on it. It literally a says plane. It says vote today. Yeah. And hits his head so hard that he has trouble getting to his car and <laughs> passes out yeah. inside of it, which means he must have gotten a concussion. Mm-hmm. Uh and his daughter, he's not here. Uh-oh, the voting poll is almost closed. The vote the poll watcher is asleep. I'll just sneak in and vote for him. Right. Unfortunately, due to a mishap with a vacuum cleaner that knocks out an electric plug, right. the machine stops mid-vote. Suddenly, uh-oh, the entire election has come down to New Mexico's vote. They're in the town of Texaco, New Mexico. Right. The, it's split 50%— They're town 50%, around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some, and very implausibly— only New Mexico's electoral votes will Decide This One. And
1: just this county... Every This county,
2: every county in New Mexico is 50-50, right. including, we have to assume, right. absentee ballots. Right. And just this one vote will tip the whole thing. Well, oh,
0: no! As New Mexico goes, so goes the nation, Elliot. It's, That's, re- as it's literally been. been the most important uh, <laughs> state in the union. Never, ever has it ever <laughs> been an important state.
2: Short Long story short, the election board comes and gets him. They tell him, you have to vote. And for some reason, they allow him to just dick around as long
0: as he wants before like, votes. What yeah. seems like two weeks? It beca- it's ten days.
2: All right. Uh, at the end of it, he Amazing. says, "It's been a crazy ten days." The press finds it holds out. Holds
0: the country hostage.
2: Intrepid local reporter Kate Madison and her very excitable boss George Lopez. Yes. <laughs> discover that he that Bud Johnson is the uh, is the mystery swing vote. After Chris Matthews appears on TV like a thousand times explaining that the election is neck and neck. Yeah. And everyone heads to Texaco and both presidential candidates, one of whom is the incumbent. Decides to take about a week off from being president so that they can woo him very personally. Well, oh, he's a lame on, duck
0: at that point. Not if he wins the election. Well, not, well, but until it's decided, I mean, no one's going to be. Yeah, uh, of the uh,
1: amazingly high <laughs> number of unbelievable things, that one's not super crazy. Okay, like if it did come down I'll to one that. guy,
2: only because we've had a president who, for eight years, would just take vacations for long periods mm. of time. You just wouldn't
1: believe that he would devote the whole ten days to wooing this guy. No, he would so take. He'd have some time. days off. Yeah,
2: <laughs> this is tiring. Yeah. I'm going to take a day <laughs> off to just. Well, hang I've around. done my part. Like I imagine there were days when Bush just lay in bed all day, not doing – just staring at the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but they come down. Both candidates start more and more just saying whatever they think Bud wants to hear. His daughter becomes disillusioned with the political process and – Both
1: candidates leave – abandon their platforms and their parties. Almost completely. Just to pander to Bud.
2: Boone makes a wildlife preserve out of Bud's favorite fishing hole, so nothing happens to it. And when Bud says he's pro-life because he doesn't know what that term means, Greenleaf played by – oh, Kelsey Grammer plays the conservative and Dennis Hopper plays the liberal. Dennis Hopper gives a commercial where he's all in favor of – he's very pro-life. Also, when Kelsey Grammer comes out as pro-gay marriage. Yes, the Republicans
1: all of a sudden supporting gay marriage. The Democrat is – Anti-abortion. Yeah. It's a crazy
0: topsy-turvy world. Is and what it should is. I go
2: to the end of the movie or no? Yeah, just jump to it. Okay. Quick. After a while, they and a very strange tangent where they go find Molly's birth mother, who's a drug addict. Yeah,
0: she's clearly strung out on heroin. Yeah. <laughs> they
2: go to, Bud wants to see one last debate. So he decides to moderate a debate between right. the two presidential candidates. He gives a 45-minute long speech, it feels mm. like, about right. what's important in America. And then he goes in to vote the next day. Pulls the curtain on the ballot booth, Molly smiles at him. It. Right. And a then little,
0: a little wink to the audience. Don't stop.
2: Fade to black. Right. Or, or cut to black. Yeah. Movie's over. Who's he gonna vote for? Right. Only you can decide, America. Yeah. yeah. It's your vote that counts.
0: Is it the cardboard Democrat or the cardboard Republican? Yeah. What
2: well, was the smartest de- decision they made at that point
0: because the best thing you want
1: to see at that point is the movie to end. Yeah,
2: well <laughs> This was a long movie.
0: <clears throat> I, I don't I said I don't know how I didn't see that coming, the open ended ending, ending because you know, Halfway through, I said that the only way that they were going to resolve this would be have one of them become the president, one become the vice president, and then switch off. because <laughs> every, or, every Or year, for like,
2: Bud to suddenly – you know what? Let's just redo the whole election, and Bud gets elected
0: president. Yeah, because they're both presented as uh, basically decent candidates, the uh, Republican and yeah, Democrat. No, the,
2: the villains in this are the campaign managers. Stanley Tucci and Nathan Lane, who right. you got to do what's important is winning. We got to win. I don't know why I did a Richard Nixon voice for that.
1: but <laughs> He was nixon Every is... character in this movie has one job, and they do it every single line that <laughs> every...
2: they speak in the movie. Constantly. We're constantly reminded, like, yeah. she's a precocious kid.
0: He's right. a dumb guy. Each character yeah. uh, you know, opens the door, storms in, and says, I am here to remind you why <laughs> I'm in this film.
1: There's lots of plot. It's like watching an episode of Law & Order because like, at the <laughs> beginning of every scene, they summarize everything that's happened so far, Yeah, even though the title almost summarizes the entire <laughs> plot.
2: It could have started 50 minutes into the film, like ever since I voted wrong, my life's been crazy. Yeah. And then like a maybe like a two-minute flashback, and then... Well,
0: and that yeah. would have skimmed over some of our major problems with the movie, because... The first hour, you're saying. Y- yeah. I, the basic premise of this film, I don't care whether it's a comedy, I don't care whether it's a movie, like, the premise is unworkable, because as we all pointed out several times through the movie, number one, it would never come down to one vote. You're right. You know, like, not, not, certainly not on election day, it wouldn't come down to one no. vote. There, there would be absentee ballots, you know. The, the, that like, and
1: long before the margin of error is that small, it goes to the courts. We it know this. To A
2: recount, even, yeah. even what, if this movie first, happened before the, the year two
1: thousand, you might have me because I wouldn't even know. Yeah. But since this actually happened in two thousand, <laughs> a close election, not even nearly as close as this, just went to the Supreme Court and they picked who they wanted to be president. Yeah. Like that's what would happen. That's I
0: saw it. I remember. I'm not. I don't know anything. Yeah. And I know that that's what. And it's also- I kept expecting one of the, like all the characters <laughs> <know> to anything. <laughs> all the characters to suddenly recover from their amnesia and be like, "What are we doing?" Pattering yeah. to this but guy. Even, and Wait, they this is how it works.
2: James Carville's on TV, and he's like, "Ah, oh, it hasn't happened until the 1820s when it went to the House of Representatives." And it's like that's one, true one that happened in 1876, also. But two, like okay then the election should go to the house of the Re- like yeah. why does this you w-
1: are saying the plot of
2: a smarter movie yeah exactly
0: oh and you Elliot, uh, were really keen on doing this movie mainly because you wanted to object to how it's it politics were i wrong. was
2: like everything about i was so ready to be fa- be horrified by its factual inaccuracies
1: but you were and you were correct to, at least i mean yeah. at least in the I, premise and I got, part and of it.
2: i got a certain amount of fun from that yeah, yeah. but it was just it's weird because it wasn't the movie i thought it was going to... as often happens when we when I'm looking forward to a movie that we're mm-hmm. going to do, it wasn't the movie I thought it was going to be. Like, I figured it was going to be, like, a really wacky, over-the-top comedy. you thought we
0: were watching The Third Man tonight. You're yes. looking forward to that. This is, yeah. Oh,
2: I can't wait for Carol <laughs> Reed and Graham oh, Reed's Meditation on Good Intentions <laughs> yeah. and Moral Ambiguity. Oh! Guess what, guys? I got Swing Vote!
1: Whoa. <laughs> oh! We're compelled to watch whatever you bring. We're <laughs> not watching
2: Jules and Jim. We're watching Swing Vote. But so I thought fun. it was going to be a much goofier movie than it was. But, like... It was a really slow pace, not a good movie, and as as right. you point out many times, we're like a really fake looking movie. But yeah, it, felt- it was
1: amazing in that like the movie was high budget with talented cast, well lit, like just well produced. Like if you didn't speak English and you walked through the room when it was going on, <laughs> you'd glance at the at the screen and be like, "That's probably a good movie," and you'd keep going.
2: Oh, no película muera. Yes,
1: <laughs> but every single moment especially in the first half of the movie rang so untrue yeah. like in the way of like when they show a bunch of guys in a bar it doesn't look like a real bar it looks like a bunch of actors in a bar set
0: yeah are you telling me that Judge Reinhold is not convincing as a back uh, backcountry egg? Employee? I'm telling you, worse
1: than that. Not only was Judge Reinhold
0: not Judge Reinhold, actually was the
1: most convincing redneck. <laughs> and all of the Mexican extras in the background looked like a bunch of guys with SAG cards. <laughs> like they just did. It just everything looked sort of like
2: it was, it, it was the, the
1: charades version. Of yeah. Like, oh, give me two syllables, and I'm going to try to Although portray to you what somebody looks like when they're in down, a bar. They'd
2: go through like the main street of the town, and it was like, okay. They put up enough buildings to make it look kind of like the yeah. main street of it, even like a dying southwestern town would have a few more buildings. Mm-hmm. like the main street wouldn't literally be like fifty feet long. You know? There's something
1: in the details of it that you could tell it wasn't real. Like yeah, nobody thought well, on any the, level, although if there's
0: they, there's women out there who really wanted to see. Judge Reinhold and a mullet and a, a, big, mullet mustache. And a uh, big mustache. This it's, is the movie. Yeah, the weird thing was I now. still like
1: Judge Reinhold. <laughs> no, stupid dialogue, useless part, likeable. and at the end of every line, like the front part of my brain would be like, that was stupid, and my lizard brain was like, like him, <laughs> mm-hmm. relate to him, enjoy him. He yeah. good, he sure. good.
2: But this, this movie reminded me a lot of the movie Bridget Jones' Diary, which has the same feel of, like, this feels like it's taking place entirely in an unreal world. Everything's professional. That's done. a good comparison
1: because that mov- movie could have been pretty good, I think. But it was like fake at every yeah. turn. It's like this is an office, in quotes, and here is a boss I still don't think it have been very good. But,
2: but like, there's a part where Hugh Grant and Colin Firth like, get into a fist fight out on, in the street in the street and yeah. there's nobody in the street it's deserted and the snow is beautiful I
0: yeah, actually think that movie was like, ruined by the
1: soundtrack like I'm like every, the one
0: defender of Bridget Jones's diary I don't like uh, that movie I read
1: the book and I don't remember why and that's a whole pro. I don't even know but I thought the book was funny saw the movie and it wasn't funny
2: mm. I mean I'm all for artificiality in a movie like I saw like Gremlins like, well, Gremlins... Gremlins but even, is deliberately even makes Gremlins it look like, like it's in a backlog. Ex, ex, no, that's the thing. The, the houses and thing, things in Gremlins look like real houses. Yeah, but
0: I mean, well... But
2: like, even like... A, a movie but it's like,
0: obviously also a conscious choice. That they're like, I'm going to make this look like the... Old well, like horror a, movies that I grew up with. Yeah, kind you know, of. Well, this like it's the
2: idea of a small town, but at least the rooms look like rooms people live in and it's lit like maybe light would actually look in real life. Yeah. You, know? you
0: think that they carted in uh, light from some. I think they other. bottled light from the outside <laughs> world
2: and then they opened the bottle in yeah. a. Uh, well,
1: some movie, Rushmore is a movie that has an otherworldly feel like, at my, every, every Wes turn. Movie. Yeah. It doesn't feel like the real world at all and it's not naturalistic. It's but like it stilted like, and it looks like it's, yeah. this is a movie. This was arranged and art directed by an obsessively weird dude, but like it fits the story and it helps. It helps.
2: Whereas this, the premise is so crazy that you need like the other things to be realistic feeling. And yeah, they
1: aren't. right? Right to the names. Kate Madison's a reporter. Bud, my nickname's Bud, <laughs> the most stupid nickname that nobody <laughs> really has.
0: Well, also like they Ernest call me they Johnson. call me Fishbone. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't understand like the thinking behind Ernest Johnson. They're like, okay, we want people to know this character sincere, so we'll call, oh, him. So we'll call him Ernest. And he's right, an every man, and, we'll, and then we'll give him a name that means penis for his last name.
1: <laughs> I feel like it was like a bunch of producers came up with the idea for the movie, but then the scriptwriters never changed any of the specifics they came up with. Like, we'll change this. This is stupid. Let's <laughs> say his name's Ernest. Okay, <laughs> let's, whatever. Let's we'll
2: just, just go call with him that. like Greenleaf. It's and not that. It, not not it's someplace Mexico, but... in New
1: Mexico. I don't care. Let's go Texaco, New Mexico. It doesn't matter. <laughs> call it whatever you want. You know,
2: <laughs> and, uh, he and, uh, works in like what, an egg factory.
0: Something. Something. <laughs> reporter not...
1: comes up and she's like, Little Miss Prim and Madison Avenue, Kate like Madison. All right, well, <laughs> take that out,
2: take that out. That's crap. But uh, a-
0: Egg factory, that's a blue-collar job, right? <laughs> it's quirky, quirky, put it in. Yeah, a quirky lot of egg quirk- factories.
2: And so... Uh, Texas. But there were parts that we did like. The movie overall, it starts out as... A really boring comedy, super
1: heavy-handed. Then it on the exposition,
2: very heavy-handed. The exposition, then it becomes a really boring, heavy-handed drama about the importance of no- nobility and politics. I guess, yeah, and then there's yeah like when the candidates are betraying themselves.
1: Like, and then this weird personal so, drama, yeah, of the dad and the daughter. But that was kind of good, right? Like it was like a different movie. Yeah, thing. So if the, the was, daughter
0: runs away to her uh, birth mother. I mean, birth mother. She doesn't have a stepmother, but she she runs away to her mother's. And it's Mara Winningham, and like there's this whole like mini. It's heartbreaking, movie yeah. and Where it's like, That's oh, a- this is clearly a woman who has had substance. This daughter abuse wants problem. the mother
1: to be a good mom, and she knows she can't. And, and in yeah. the
2: audience, and we were saying this multiple times, like, how much of a fuck up does that woman have to be to that be worse? Kevin Costner has, yeah. yeah, has custody, but and he's only is.
1: cartoon bad. Like he sleeps in in a hilarious <laughs> way, and cracks open a beer right at eight <laughs> yeah. o'clock. But and
2: she's real bad. Like she's like she's
1: for real a- scary. I like bet the wire. a lot of time in
0: the drunk tank. Yeah, like with a big. key On the wall, and the sheriff lets him out to answer the phones.
1: That's the world he's living in in this movie.
2: Yeah, big fat sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> sleeping with his chair tilted back, and, and he like is, Coster
1: <laughs> comes out, locks himself in the cell, and then oh, I'll, I got a
2: champ! Don't he's worry using, about me. He's using a broom handle to, gotta, to try to get my the daughter key ring off of the wall, and right. meanwhile, yeah, like Mayor Winningham is giving guys blowjobs for crack. Like yes, yeah. it's a different, but like that's it hinted at a much better movie that this could have been if it had nothing to do with the presidential election. It's, it's like it was just about a guy and his daughter, and you know they have to get along, and she's too smart for him. And, right.
1: So it was weird to. See See how it was bad and how it was good because so the well another part of the there was made another really part bad, that was there, oh the other good part was the uh, or that I liked oh, the, what, the, what
2: were we going to say that was bad
1: the ham the, the over explaining like the yeah. over indicating early in the movie when it's revealed to the world that there's this one guy who has the vote and they found out who it is. They cut to somebody in a news station watching Kevin Costner come out of his trailer, and in the news station, he turns on his manager and goes, "I don't believe it." Or what is it like? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Oh, he remember. says something
2: like, uh, it just... can't be this guy." <laughs> or it's like, <laughs> but then later, like, "Oh, there's all this press in town," and and Molly Logo's goes like, "This is getting weird."
1: Yeah, as if right, talking right to the audience in case you fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> In In case you this, this entire is how movie life is, <laughs> yeah, it's not. This part of the movie is pretty weird. <laughs> Billy you Nelson... might as well look right at the camera. Why, why not even go yeah. go all the way? What look right Zany, at the audience and be like, Zany "This Zany seems pretty premise. meaningful."
2: But uh, the good thing about it was they show these ads that the presidential candidates are making, yeah. to appeal to Bud, and they're like, it's like they hired a college sketch group to like do these scenes <laughs> right. for a movie. Like they're really funny and crazy. In, it was like, so a,
1: over the top that I loved them.
2: There's they're like he's like, oh, "I don't like that people are losing their jobs to Mexicans." And so Dennis Hopper is striding towards the camera through a desert as illegal immigrants just run past him at top speed and racing <laughs> a horde of Mexicans cars behind with him. Sirens chasing after him, and he's acting as if he's oblivious to what's going on around him. Yeah. Right? Or, so the idea of a Democratic president
1: giving an anti-immigration ad might have been the point they're trying to make that was funny, but the real funny is was just how insanely over the top that yeah. commercial was! Or he yeah. does the
2: thing about abortion's bad, and he's standing in front of a playground full of children, and the children begin exploding in puffs of smoke. <laughs> right, yeah. and just colored, the world's colored best colored anti-abortion. <laughs> and then at the end, he holds up a ball and he says something about intelligent design. And the ball turns into the earth. Like right. it's, it, it was just great. It was really top. funny. It, I guess
1: maybe what I'm thinking of as ham-handed exposition was just over the top. But at a part where I needed the movie to be real, yeah, like when he first walks out of his trailer to discover the press. And there's not just like a crowd of like eight to ten reporters outside of his door. There's – just like 200. Two or 300 reporters they have huge, with huge
2: floodlights. These yeah. lights that don't go – he he opens the door and goes, is there somebody out there? And suddenly – Yeah. Goosh. It's like dark at light. first
1: and then once he opens the lights, come on. They waited for him to surprise him like
2: did, it was a birthday like party like, from the
0: uh, shh, press corps.
2: Eventually he'll go outside. Yeah. And then we'll start yeah. yelling questions they at weren't, him. They
0: weren't making – there was a huge, huge crowd. They weren't making any noise. <laughs> Until Kevin Costner open <laughs> well, the door, well, this, and then they're well, like, "Turn the be- lights on, everyone,
2: start talking." This this has to do maybe with the theory that you had, Will, it made the movie a little bit more interesting.
0: Yeah,
1: I believe that Kevin Costner. It's never said explicitly, but that everybody in the movie is inanimate unless being looked at by the main character. <laughs> that everybody is completely still until Costner looks at him. The camera pans over. Then they start. Then then they can come to life and move.
2: There's a part Kate Madison has an has an American Indian cameraman, and <laughs> she's eating dinner with with Kevin Costner and Molly. And but you don't she, see
1: the cameraman. You just see this little. Three, you just see the th- three, three of them together. Dinner. And she's
2: like, "Maybe I can interview you." And Kevin Costner's like. Oh, all right. And suddenly he looks over and the camera pans over and the Indian is just sitting there holding the camera yeah. in the chair. And then suddenly gets up real quick, points the camera at him, and you were like, oh, that guy was inanimate until right. Kevin Costner yeah. looked yeah. right oh, at him. He it
0: was a
1: statue a- until Costner <laughs> used his life-giving rays that came out of his eyes. It's
0: definitely a thesis that you know has support in the text. It's It's like – it's like a remake of uh, it's a good life sort of
2: That's what I yeah it's what, it's like it's a good life but not as good and without you know the human uh, Jack in the well, box I think it's
1: fun when watching these movies to decide what you'd have to do at this point to make it a genuinely good movie. What would have to happen to save it? And like the further you go along the harder that is. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but the, but this I feel this theory I think in, improves the movie greatly. <laughs> I think it saves it. Although the, it, like also the idea that I wish that there were, that it ended with him choosing the president and then the president Starting a nuclear war, and there's just a shot of Kevin Costner going, mm, "Better luck next <laughs> time," as a mushroom cloud goes off behind him. You know, well, I guess I made the wrong swing vote. Uh, yeah. The one
0: that you guys were talking about was uh, there was a point in during Kevin Costner's ten minute monologue. Uh, Forty-five minutes at the end speech that he gives, where he talks about the letters he uh, oh that's received. This this is a movie
2: where importance is signified by people bringing bags and bags of letters. Yeah, it's like
0: Miracle on Thirty Fourth, but bad. Right. But, I, wish, uh,
2: I wish I could see when that judge got lost
0: his license as a judge. Yeah.
1: You know, Excuse me. Why did you uh, say in the law now, the American <laughs> law, that that man is Santa Claus? That's your because,
0: responsibility. On, now you've set it, the precedent that if anyone gets a lot of mail, that means you you that, Just
2: that they have to prove that a lot of mail was sent to somebody. That means that someone must exist. Yeah, now um, Bernie
1: Madoff has, like, 10 million letters. Innocent cared to Bernie Madoff, and they got a, delivered to him. There's
2: precedent, you know. Yeah, yeah. What were your grounds for this, Judge? Oh, I'm just crazy. I don't know.
0: <laughs> but the one that you guys were saying was uh, during that long <laughs> speech. He's like, I got all your letters, and they touched me. And you, Elliot, said... In my butt. And then and then the movie should have cut there. Like it was the a big shaggy yeah, dog. It was an hour story. and forty
1: five minutes setup just so you <laughs> really... say in my butt at a surprising moment.
2: So <laughs> really t- and then yeah, like a huge bait and we switch. Saying, he says he says right seriously, in my butt. And then you just see him real quick glance off camera so and you- then Boom! Yep. like so all the credits in 15 seconds end. black <laughs> <laughs> with music like this da, 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 da. but he wants you to know that he knows it's a joke and he knows he just wasted 2 hours of your time. If they did that and then they actually
1: took the real snippets from reviews to use in their advertising, all the would be like what?
2: No, really? It would
1: people would the first week in that movie would sell out <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. You'll be never so guess how so <laughs>
0: There would be rioting in the theaters. It'd Except be like the right spring.
1: Dadaist, it'd show up. And be like, finally, <laughs> they would like be super excited. <laughs> it, the
2: ending bears out the rest of it. But uh, <sighs> yeah, it's not. It's a movie that takes its time going nowhere. Well,
1: but my also, theory was, oh, go ahead, Dan.
0: No, I'm just gonna say, like, for a movie that is ostensibly some sort of political satire, or at least a movie about politics at all. The political characters, you have no idea what either of the candidates stand for. Except for like... Generic Republican, Republican yeah, generic... But uh, uh, I mean,
1: well, that's like, generic. Uh, There's like generic unemployed people, generic reporter, nothing. Yeah. Is. I mean,
0: the they, they have that, like this fear of um, doing any actual satire And in that this movie. the
2: Republican is kind of dumb and the Democrat is kind of spacey like weak like, or spacey or nervous. Like, phrase I used to describe the David Mamet film, State in Maine... I, I call it yeah. gumming satire. Like it's not biting satire. It's like gently gumming its victims to the point yeah. where it's kind of massaging them. Well, they're them. making
1: fun of the film industry, right? I they're feel making fun like the whenever they make fun of the like...
2: film industry or politics, I think it's so hard to be
1: like specific enough and big enough to be funny because the real world that we see every day it's is huge. already
2: so crazily heightened. But like yeah. in, in State Maine, it's like – we're really going to give it to the film industry, except everyone who works for it is nice. They're all good people. Right. And this was kind of like that.
0: You know? Well, we do know that uh, Kelsey Grammer is anti-cancer. That's the one policy. Yes, uh, that's true. He hints at an
2: anti-cancer the... initiative. Yeah. And he likes ice cream, he mentions at one point.
1: Yep. I feel like what they did in this movie was they had a pretty good cast, and there were a lot of moments that in the midst of being bored out of my mind <laughs> and waiting for this thing to pick up and just being unsurprised at every moment and having the exposition summarized for me. Then all of a sudden a moment would happen and I would, like, smile or I'd laugh. And I think it's because the actors are good. Yeah. And I feel like what they did was they made these scenes long and slow with the intention of let's give these actors time to, like, react to each other and have some real moments and it will save this terrible script. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately all it did was make its terrible script take forever to get to its ending.
2: Yeah. It didn't really work. It was. It's not a very. And I don't know who wrote it, or how many drafts it went through, or whose hand was the in director it. Director wrote it, but it's not a very good. Oh well, then he. You know, I'll blame him. But well, it's, yeah.
0: it's not a very good script. Well, and you know, I. And it's not
2: the happening bad, but it's you know not good.
0: I remember when this came out. Like I, I there was a there was a web series that a friend of oh, cause mine. Oh, because I
2: don't remember when this came out. I was like. Swing vote. I can't wait till that comes out so we can do it on the flop huh. house. And then I looked at the ad closer. and I'm like, oh, it came out a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's already out. It's already out of the theater Well, but the yeah. only
0: reason I was aware of it was uh, a web series that a friend of mine and I did. I wrote a, a script for it. It was about like two guys. You can say the space. Name of your... It was called Captains in Space. It was it's about two guys in space. Advertise your things on. Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, it's basically done now. But the point was I. Wrote an and episode. it's the internet
2: so that stuff is gone.
0: Yeah, Once you post it yeah. on the internet it expires. Things are
2: only
1: on the internet for one day. <laughs>
2: but that's, I was like, great about it. <laughs>
0: well, what if there was an episode where there was a, an election for president of space and the idea was everyone in space had to vote except for these three people didn't vote and so um, the president of space played by in this case Sarah Schaefer who has uh, guest hosted on the Flophouse before comes in and panders to these people. Wasn't she
2: up against a toaster? Yeah. <laughs> the to-
0: a toaster was the other candidate. That would have made this movie better. Well,
1: yeah. uh, here's the thing. Like, like, not that Dennis Hopper was bad, but if he was a toaster with Democratic leanings, <laughs> was, I would have been paying right. a lot more attention. But
2: it talks. like Yeah. Why? The, the we're well, like, we we to do something to about the water. <laughs> it was just the, the, like, the toaster shaking around. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah. oh,
0: we're down in the bowls. <laughs> what are we going to do? But the point was, at, in that case, the absurdity was part of it. I'm like... Okay, this is it. Yeah, you're not an trying to do a politically premise. super incisive, yeah, like, no, it's like, oh, maybe the in the infinity ver- of space, the idea that everyone voted except for a couple people that's the absurd, that's ridiculous, ridiculous that's thing. But here they're trying to play it as if, like, oh, but that's the jumping off point for
1: uh, maybe they wrote like an incisive drama, then they did those political ads first, and they were so funny, <laughs> like, you know what. Let's just blow the lid off this thing, man. <laughs> We're going to make another airplane. Every step of this movie is going to be a slapstick wonderland. And
2: then halfway through, they got cold feet. Yeah, and they're like, like nope, uh, put some speeches in. Let's make sure people know that we are Americans. Crackhead
1: mom, crying daughter, let's crank this thing up.
2: <laughs> it was such a weird... Uh, so it, was it was
1: heartbreaking, man. I was, was impressed that that scene worked in the middle of this. Yeah, like Bring that scene back to its... It's mothership movie, like wherever, <laughs> yeah. wherever the movie is that thing came which from, which
2: is probably called like Nowhere'sville, you know, Yeah. know, something yeah. like that, or something horrible. Broke downtown, you know. Kramer versus old, Terms of Choice, or the something. Rush. <laughs> the saddest movie ever. Um, Kramer versus Kramer. There's a movie that uh, I don't get, but anyway, I saw it when I was ten. It works then. Well, the thing is, like thinking back on it now, I'm like, there's not really very much going on. It's like. How is this dad going to figure out how to take care of yeah, a no. kid? He did. Oh, he did it. Oh, <laughs> well, that's right because parents take care of children. All yeah. right. It was yeah. Like... You're bad at first, you do it again and again, you get better. We are people we learn. The mother makers. comes back and then he makes a very good case that she's not a reliable
0: mother. Yeah. It okay. was like, you know, even though this movie preceded the other uh, the other one, it was as if they're like, let's take Mr. Mom and make turn, it, turn it into a drama. <laughs> Yeah,
2: what take we... that Kramer versus Kramer. Ugh, yeah. Thank God someone's finally make sure got the cut. Doesn't
1: uh... Costner was too dumb at the top. He's an interesting sort of dumbness. He definitely reads as dumb in everything
2: he does. I think. Yeah, but well, like... he's never a smart guy. They except really... for um, when he played Louis Pasteur. <laughs> 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 they were really put in, him... the, in a movie called Milk. Strangely <laughs> enough. But... Yeah.
1: Uh. Badly named. <laughs> Turns out you wouldn't think so.
2: They were like, this movie should really be about Harvey Milk, shouldn't it?
1: Especially because they were like, it was all about homogenization. So they are like, <laughs> if you're a homo, you're going to love Milk. <laughs> so it really like misadvertised itself in every way, yeah. unfortunately.
2: But yeah, Kevin Costner never plays – he's he's better when he's playing a guy who is not it's an like idiot. like simple. But he's not smart necessarily.
1: Right. He's like a lowbrow, like wise – Bull Durham was the perfect pitch for him. Like yeah. the well-read baseball no player. No pun intended. Oh, mm. right. God, that's horrible of me in some way. Bull Durham was
2: the best wolf dance for him. <laughs> but but he that when he tries, he, he's one of those actors who I feel like he wants to like show some sort of range. But right. then he's like, uh-oh, that didn't work. I better go back to what I know. But each time he goes back to it, he's forgotten how to do it a little bit. Yeah, And then he becomes you know stupid over time.
1: The whole first conversation with his daughter, where you know she's like, "You got to vote," and he's like, "Who's running again?" It's like you know who's running for president. You think? Mm-hmm. Give me a, a, a break.
2: That, he, that it's Larry the Cable Guy, yeah, as the as the What pro life <laughs> mean?
1: Which one's that? It's like, come on. I mean, did you get your shoes on your feet? It's like, <laughs> I don't care how not into politics you are.
2: You know what those words mean. Just by mean. simple just repetition? Lightly. Yeah. You well, did you know who's running for president, America. <laughs> what month is it? November. <laughs> what? Are you sure ain't that's, that many syllables
1: in a month.
0: Is
2: 2008 yeah, it's 2008. <laughs> Eighty. I thought Christ hadn't been born yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he knows what it's an abbreviation
1: for, <laughs> but he doesn't know what year it is. And that would fit this movie though, because he'd be brilliant and he'd be like the wise old guru in one sentence, and then be just like he'd be like, "Well,
2: I don't know. Seems like those them guys ain't really sticking to their principles." Whoa, <laughs> pizza. Like yeah. it's, it's a push door. Yeah. <sighs> oh gosh. You're right, Molly. I should be a better father. I just, guess
1: politicians just don't always do what they say they're going to do. It's like, wow, this movie's really out there. I figured that out when I was one.
0: <laughs> okay, well, let's um, – So what do we do here now? we Do we vote? Yeah, we vote. It, <laughs> Swinging. It comes down to um, – I
2: wish Swing Vote was the story of Tarzan running for president. We and should that, vote and leave it up great. just to one of
0: us. Well, there are three of us, so if the, there's a tie, I, I don't think
1: – Oh, man.
2: I, um, I guess you're both going to have to pander to me for your yeah. vote <laughs> since I assume you guys are opposed. For ten days. Opposed. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Let me just say one thing before we vote. They give him ten days before the debate, not even before he votes. Right. Like, if I was the government, I'd be like, listen, you need to vote right now. Right. Just yeah. tell us who you're voting we'll for. We'll give you 24 hours. You're, yeah.
0: You're throwing America into a panic. But instead right.
2: he's like, Mm, I guess I'll vote when I'm good and ready. And they're like, oh, you got us over a barrel swing vote? There's nothing we can do. <laughs> like,
0: there's, I don't get that there's choice. There's literally no other way that we can decide this election. <laughs> we
1: all have a 12-hour window to vote, the normal voting, yeah. the ones who work on time.
2: Hmm. Everyone else in America was able to vote on a specific day, but this guy has outsmarted the calendar. Yeah, you know, and, and going to have to wait till Because in
1: America, anything that stops you from voting, we will not <laughs> stop until everyone who wants to vote has had a chance. There's no history of impeding votes in this no, country. No, not at all. Never. Or making it inconvenient or difficult. This is what we were
0: saying before about, like, the idea that this is a made-up universe for Kevin Costner. Because he's maybe, you know, constructed a world where he's the most important person in it. Yeah. And everyone has to bow down to him.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. He's the Twilight Zone kid that's ordering everybody around.
2: Yeah.
0: Even well, it comes back to
2: it. Uh, Willie Nelson or um, – what was the name? What was the race car driver who was in it? Uh, Richard
1: Petty. Richard Petty. Petty. <laughs> this movie
0: – Big names. I want to say this again. A I think this movie names. was
1: pitched in 1989 – and all the references they pitched then remain in the final <laughs> script because I don't think Judge Reinhold, Willie Nelson, Richard Petty, Richard Petty, those are yeah. This movie's I while was ago. waiting
2: for them to start watching the Cosby Show, or, right? You know, where where's the beef? Where's the beef? Yeah, I guess my question is, where's the beef? Yeah, <laughs> woo, yeah.
0: Politics, anyway.
1: <laughs> what so, you just said was more biting than
0: I <laughs> <laughs> the categories are. Um, Potpourri. <laughs> Notable quotables,
2: potent potables, Uh, and potent rotables, uh, scrotin' bodables, and Chopin gotables. Chopin gotables, I clean up on.
1: (laughs) You Uh, want me in your- Can you repeat the categories, Alex? No, I can't.
2: (laughs) Wait.
0: Chopin Goatables?
2: Chopin Goatables.
0: <laughs> uh, I thought it was Chopin Goatables. Chopin yeah, you, Goatables. You made
2: it made more sense. <laughs> we play a Chopin song, and you tell me how well the goats reacted to
0: it. <laughs> on a scale from one to five goats. <laughs> We've assembled a musical scale of these goats. Yeah. I say play. three goats,
1: Alex? No, it was 2 You're wrong. <laughs>
2: What is the minute waltz for goats? <laughs> all right, we'll give it to you. You said goats. You said goats. That's all you were looking for. Oh man. Chopin goatables. I've got to pick this shit. <laughs> hey kids, tired of eating the bad old cafeteria food? Try some goatables. Chopin goatables. <laughs> Mom, can I get Chopin goatables? I
1: think you've had enough Chopin goatables <laughs> for today,
0: Billy.
2: They're the list. Oh, what a product. <laughs> Anyway, kid tested,
0: that... farmer approved. Oh my god, this is the strangest joke that uh. I, this is even stranger
2: than the Teddy Grahams thing. Oh, but <laughs> oh, well, we got we got a we got a vote, right? Yeah. 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 The, the categories are okay.
0: Is this a uh, good bad movie, a movie that you you know you recommend uh, to watch with friends for a few uh, larfs? Right. A bad bad movie, mm-hmm. one that has no entertainment value, or a movie that maybe you like a little bit. Okay, I have my vote. So, as the guest, I'll turn to you first, Will. This is a
1: bad, bad movie. All right. It's too slow and boring despite the few moments that are okay.
0: That's my vote. Yeah, I'm going to agree on that. It, it comes close to almost Uh-oh. working.
2: How am I going to break this tie? <laughs> my swing vote's going to come into play.
0: No, that's not how it works. <laughs> we both... Uh... Yeah, it comes close to uh, working a few times. And there are a few scenes that are amusing. But uh, overall... And it's, the, the fucking thing is two hours long. You don't need two hours right. for this premise. No, yeah. not
2: at all. I, I, I agree with you guys. And and the times when the movie worked for like 30 seconds yeah. made me hate the rest of it more. Right. Because it's like... <laughs> You people are capable of it, like the same way that, like, if a bad kid in class gets a D, the teacher's like, What are you gonna do? Right, and if a good kid gets a D, she sits him down and is like, What's going on at home? Like, right. this is unacceptable, yeah. Like, it it could have been much better, and there are little flashes of that, but it just makes the rest of it look that shittier, you know.
1: Well, maybe, uh, maybe Kevin Costner will, uh, you know, he's a new actor and he's still figuring <laughs> this thing out, and maybe we'll he'll get his stride, yeah.
0: So, um Right now, I've got a few letters from listeners that I want to uh, address. First of all, Dear uh, Santa. <laughs> this one is actually from my eldest brother. Uh, I just want to say that these correspondences do prove that you exist. Y- yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't
2: write a letter to today. someone who doesn't exist.
0: Um, this is from Rob, last name withheld. I think you can guess it. <laughs> Your brother, Dan McCoy? <laughs> yeah. He okay. says, uh, first of all, he's disappointed in me that I was unaware that Thailand has a king. He says his oh, yeah, name... We talked about that a lot. Man. His yeah. name, of course, is Yule 2. Yeah. And he uh, commends you, Elliot, that he says that you're correct that the Bloody Valentine... My, the, he calls it the Bloody Valentine. <laughs> my Bloody Valentine is technically in four dimensions. Thank you. He says he's holding out for the sequel, My Bloody Valentine 5D... The Tesser attack. <laughs> a new dimension tesseract. in horror. So there you go.
1: I think he spelled it wrong. It's Tesseract.
2: But that's every movie is in three dimensions. So a three dimensional movie is four dimensions. Because the that's dimension right. of time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, wow, it's annoying. It's really wow. it's, it's that's an the irritating kind of thing that correction. made
2: me an unpopular kid.
1: Yeah, pointing out that kind of thing is not going to win uh, you. By in a the way, you mean
2: Frankenstein's monster? <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein <laughs> was the name of the scientist. <laughs> ow! Ow! <laughs> Stop! Why ow. are you hitting me? Don't put me in the locker. I
0: think we. I think we've addressed this before, but I think that this is the reason why you came on the Daily Show to correct uh, John Stewart about Wolverine. About Wolverine yeah, because I'm yeah. an irritating person, right? And this one is from. A, someone who's not related to me. It's from... Uh, you, Dan really McCoy? <laughs> yeah. Jeremiah, last name withheld. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think I probably know that last name. Dear I Flophouse. I've been... <laughs> Jeremiah well, you, Johnson. You can, yep. Well, well, you can read the, uh, oh, the name right. from where you sit. That so. makes it easier. So uh, he says... That's who I thought it was. I've been enjoying your podcast. It's hilarious. Bangkok hilarious. <laughs> I have a movie to recommend, although it may fall out of your intended scope 13 Days, starring Kevin Costner and his Boston accent. <laughs> <laughs> it, does, it, does, it does fall out of our scope. It's a, it's a little, little old. old, but I think that it was good that we read this yeah, right now because we did our Kevin Costner movie. But he has several postscripts. P.S. on the blog, I would enjoy seeing pictures of the Flophouse crew watching movies. You okay. would
2: not enjoy that as much as you think you would. Yeah, you I think you would.
0: There's a picture. Well, it's sort of inactive. It's not I think not there's a lot one
2: of... picture on there of us sitting on a couch, mm-hmm. and there's it's exactly like that for two hours. There's no motion or anything. Right. You know? my, my wife it'll, is it'll the really one who does magic. The photos. You never
1: want to see like Hawkeye's dad. Like There's certain people that you never <laughs> want to see. Yeah. All my
0: references are 70s. Is that cool? <laughs> they can That's, throw off this? All right, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it's
1: like Barney Miller's
0: wife. You I mean, don't ever want to see you talking about the movie Magic starring Anthony Hopkins and a ventriloquist dummy? Is no, I'm William Goldman's...
2: About... Oh, I forgot to tell you about that, Dan. About uh, I met William Goldman last week, but anyway, I'll tell you about that later. Did he
1: script yeah, sure. or something and then take a large sum of money to Certainly keep writing about it and then no, tell everybody anyway? Don't no, uh, really
0: don't, don't Don't talk about it on the, on the podcast. An interesting That would be uninteresting. Yeah. Nobody
1: wants to hear about my meeting. Screenwriter.
2: Famous screenwriter,
0: William Yes, let's go
1: back to our theories about what they were thinking on the set of Swing
2: Book. But uh, the – what were we talking about? No, I was just – Jeremiah Oh, Johnson. yeah, pictures of um, – we should do like a fumetti of us watching the <laughs> – you had like your Christmas thing, holiday thing was kind of a mini fumetti.
0: So. Yeah. No, I think that we'll get some p- photos. Uh, my wife is the one who takes the photos. She was not here tonight. Also, Stuart was not here. But I think in the future we we should get some more pictures. He says PPS or PSS actually. <laughs> PP.
2: No, PP is right. P-P-S. Yeah, post-post-script. Well, but yeah, he, post-script-script.
0: He, he actually puts post-script-script oh. here.
2: Come on, Jeremiah.
0: If, while watching a movie, you guys, the Flophouse 3, were bombarded with cosmic rays and bes- bestowed with superpowers based on everyone's Flophouse style of commentary, hmm. what would those superpowers be? And would you use your powers to combat the makers of the movies you review... And how would you react to a public that feared you because of your superpowers?
1: I wish I was a regular member of this panel because I get up every morning hoping to be asked well, questions no. like this.
0: <laughs> I think that we'll open this to Stuart when he's back. But I think Stuart well, will be a character you... called The Stash, And
2: his ability is to wear tiny pants that don't really hide his junk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and to know when boobs are around. That's good. <laughs> Well, you're you you're a big comics
0: fan, faces. so I, I yeah. feel like you can jump in on this. I don't think that we need to exclude you oh, as nice a co-host.
1: Yeah. So, to I answer myself first? Okay. Well, yeah. Sure. Okay. I'd be some kind of bird costume, <laughs> okay. uh, hopefully an endangered species like an <laughs> eagle or a condor. Okay. And my ability would be to interrupt and to say somebody else's idea as they were saying it. <laughs> My
0: superpower would be. I think I would be some. I think I'd be something called like the librarian or the professor. <laughs> I can see
2: that. The pro- professor librarian.
0: I would be. I would have an entirely tweed sort of unitard and a pipe. <laughs> tweed unitard. <laughs> <laughs> He's got elbow patches <laughs> on that unitard. Incredibly He'll uncomfortable. Mister. Be oh got
1: it. Scratches. <laughs> like, oh my god! I'm chafing. They call what me Mister Chafe. Yeah.
2: And my
0: power would be to be um, consistently. <laughs> I hope you have
2: calamine lotion on the inside of that costume. <laughs>
0: Consistently avoid matching others in their quips because I'm uh, concerned about keeping the show on track.
2: <laughs> you'd have a subtle voice of authority that yeah. fails to keep us in line. Time for yeah. the
1: next bullet point, you'd say.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'd be Chatterbox, the Joker of the group, even more nasal and annoying than I am in real life. <laughs> or the or the corrector, the referenceizer, the asterisk, yeah. the asterisk. That's a good one. Yeah. I would think I'd be called Chatterbox. I don't yeah. think Chatterbox that. And my and my my cost and I'd have like. Those wind-up teeth, I'd have one in each <laughs> one in each hand, and I'd go mm, like like point yeah. them at people. You
0: irritate the criminals back into jail. Exactly. Oh, God, I'd rather be in jail, <laughs> not
2: another moment.
0: You give people like a minor rash by uh, those chattering teeth uh, yeah. biting their arms.
2: Ow, ow! Those teeth, and stop talking uh, about Mishima: chafing. A Life in Four Chapters.
0: <laughs> wow. It's like, Paul Schrader, people. It's
2: rare that I don't think about that movie ever since I saw it. It's a um, good. It's good. It's really good.
1: I don't think I've ever seen any of his movies. I mean, I saw Taxi Driver,
2: but not like. Movies uh, the, of the ones I've seen these directed, I like this one the most. It's much better. It's. What's I mean, the autofocus? One... Autofocus. The referencer. Blue collar. Yeah. he's He's done some. Good ones, but Machine was the only one I saw where I was like, by him, where I was like, blown away by it. I like Blue
0: Collar a lot. Blue Collar's not bad. Um,
2: That's the one in there's a book called What Happens Next, which is supposed to be a history of Hollywood screenwriting, and it kind of, it's a pretty good book, but it like skips a lot at times. But uh, it talks about Paul Schrader directing Blue Collar and almost or definitely breaking down in tears on the set. Because Richard Pryor and Yafet Kodo hated each other so much wow. and would argue. And Richard Pryor turning to him and going, are you going to be a man or are you going to be a pussy? When Paul Schrader is like in tears on the set of his own movie. So Wow. wow. He's an interesting character, Paul Schrader. He, he didn't see a movie till he went to college, I think. His family was very religious and they wouldn't let him go to the movies. Really? Yeah. Why are people good at things? Right in
1: front of me like that That is annoying that he Well I don't know Started so late And then was that awesome I don't know that Paul you know.
0: Schrader Is rubbing it into your face I think <laughs>
1: he might be a little bit Not me directly But just the world at large yeah. Hey I just saw movies like Five years ago <laughs> I did this
2: And I'm making you them You know that so
1: hot <laughs> Richard Pryor called me a pussy yeah. What do you get at that <laughs> Take that <laughs> I think he's definitely running. That's a
0: really abrasive so. Paul Schrader. Well,
1: hey, you, from- you know what? I'm
2: making a movie called Autofocus. You shove up your ass.
0: From all accounts, Paul Schrader, Schrader is a fairly abrasive I'm gonna, character But I'm gonna fucking make a Exorcist prequel. What? Pre- what pre- movie would t- you make? It's gonna be taken that away from great. me
2: <laughs> <laughs> and reshot completely. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Fuck I'm you, Brandy Harlan. My movie got taken away from me. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Ammo <laughs> <laughs> Movies are easy. <laughs> That's what I said. That's why I don't care. Set. It's like I pooped that out Top That's of the world, like, man. Oh, I sneezed. There's a movie. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but, but to go, become Cody Jarrett from Whitey. <laughs> sure, G. why not?
0: Uh, but to to briefly go back to the question, uh, I, I don't think that we would combat the makers of our, those movies. I think that the movies would give us our powers. Yeah, we would
2: gain powers from movies and feel really depressed that people feared mm-hmm. and hated us and probably like sulk and sit mm-hmm. in our dark rooms.
0: People may fear and hate us based on the numbers for this podcast. Oh, <laughs>
2: that's a, we, we get at least a listener.
0: No, no, it's fine. It's fine. But I would like to recommend that people uh, tell people about the podcast and sign up on iTunes and write a review. The okay. Flophouse Podcast I'll at blogspot.com. Anyway, your pulse Schrader. I
2: hey, I heard your podcast.
1: <laughs> what it's a- garbage! I'm gonna make. I, first of all, I never heard a podcast until two weeks ago. I'm this gonna, sh- I'm gonna I'm a shit podcast. a podcast. Way better. I could do it in my sleep. I I'm just sleep did one right now. I got a podcast right now. Easy. <laughs> it's, it's great. Dramatic. It'll whip the heart out of your face.
0: <laughs> my podcast will explode in your ears. Schrader uh. out. <laughs> <laughs> You've been Schraderized. This M- is the Schrade speaking. Talk to what me. What does he sound like? I don't have any idea. <laughs> I don't know. It? Like I him. imagine he's a much calmer he's man. He's soft and thoughtful. <laughs> yeah. I doubt that he's like that. Like I just up. like the
2: idea of him answering the phone. are here. Talk to me. You got the Schrade. <laughs> Hang hey on. I, I got to stop talking. to him. I just got a, an amazing, heartbreaking idea I got to write down.
1: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> You're going to cry your face
1: off <laughs> when you see this
2: movie. Wish, it's like the American soul, but it's coming out of my butt crack. I wish there was a n- big enough audience that I could do a, nin- a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sketch where they have to fight the Schrader. <laughs> <laughs> Their villain is Paul, is Paul Schrader, oh but he's God, a ninja. have you seen
0: Elliot's new comedy show? The parody of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Paul Schrader? <laughs> and it'll be right up there. It to an audience of four people.
2: <laughs> with, my, with my sketch I told you about once, Dan, where Sinclair Lewis is Grandpa Al Lewis' is dad. <laughs> and Sinclair Lewis is so mad because he's like listen I'm a famous author do you know how old it makes me feel that my son is named Grandpa Al Lewis
0: I, that's what I like about it is I that... wrote
2: Elmer Gantry you're a vampire on television yeah
0: he's mad about he's more mad about like what it says about his age <laughs> And less about, like, he's like, you are ruining the family name
2: the by name. appearing
0: on this monster-based A sitcom. lot of uh-huh. Elliot's
1: comedic sketches require that an amazing science fiction device be true, but that no one in that universe is concerned with the science fiction device. Well, yeah, yeah, they that's... also
0: require an amazing spectrum of references, yeah. like both Sinclair Lewis right. and Grandpa Al Lewis. I want I Samuel he's... J. Tilden <laughs>
1: to be having a conversation with uh, Howard Dean Stanton. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, Howard awesome. Howard Dean Stanton. Oh, I mixed that no, up. That would be no, that would be great. We're like, we're going to Paris. <laughs> we're going to Texas. Paris, Texas. All <laughs> oh, right. But, uh, Harry Dean the Stanton. There's one no, last. William there's one last postscript or a postscript script I script
2: do a TV show where Harry Dean Stan travels through time just talking to people. Hey,
0: how you doing? <laughs> no one would be thrown. Everyone's he blends, He's an man. Yeah, Everyone's voice like... is the same in your universe. How do you do, doing? Yeah. I'm Harry Dean Stan. I'm,
1: a, I'm an improv actor non-parallel. I'm a, I've gotten through ten years of improv doing no characters. <laughs> I have loud and I have
2: not talked
0: Stand on the back wall. There was, yep.
2: there was a thing I saw It used to be one for Ian Roberts showing, he, he's like, I'm going to create a character just now. Create a character. He's, uh, he's an IRA terrorist. Yeah. And then, it was like, okay, well, ask me any questions. I'll answer them in character. Okay, uh, how, what do you feel about the British occupation of Ireland? He's yeah, like, mm, I hadn't really thought of it. And, yeah. like, the whole, every answer was, I don't know. <laughs> this is his character. Yeah. he's created this whole character who has yeah. no opinions about anything. Right.
1: Ian Roberts is a great character. Actor.
0: Indecisive. Lastly, though, I want to read this last post oh, because sure. it's kind of wistful. I can't stop you. It's sort of wistful. Okay. I, I just started watching Silver Streak on that Netflix On Demand thing. Oh. It's good. Yeah. Thanks for the tip. Will Ned Beatty ever have a happy ending? <laughs> uh, it's well, true, I guess.
2: In, I, mean, I guess in network, it's implied that he continues his reign as a plutocrat. Yeah. But...
0: I think probably at this point in his career, no <laughs> is the <laughs> answer. <laughs> you know, to that.
2: I mean, I what is he? What's he done last? The last thing I remember, he was playing. He was in. <laughs> the last thing Cat I remember on is Hudson him in Switching Broadway. Channels. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's Oof. quite a long time ago. Yeah, he you know he's a great actor who unfortunately. Yeah. Is... Got raped
1: early on film, and, uh, <laughs> and that funny. was it for him. I like... was like,
2: I can only be a bumbling sidekick in a Superman movie now. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: the whole
1: world saw you be somebody's <laughs> bitch, and that is it.
0: Backwoods people have emasculated my career.
2: <laughs> I got typecast as the rape guy.
0: Yeah. All right, man. We've talked a while, so let's. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's, it's good. Like, well, it's all happens. gold. Oh, good.
2: Yeah. It's, al- it's always like, let's get in and out, people. We got to go home. Right. Oh, wait. We've been talking for 40 hours. i um, thing thinking
1: the internet videos have to be like two seconds long, but podcasts are allowed to be like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They they they, they double go on. standard. I don't, they extend towards maybe not the horizon. A lot, but they tend to be quickly uh, sure. To prove that we're not miserable jerks who hate everything, um, mm. let's let's do some recommendations of movies that we've seen recently that we liked, and uh, in the interest of Going fast, I will say that recently I saw Ghost Town, a movie that was not embraced by audiences while I was in the theater. It has some problems, you know, the script is a little on the nose, but... uh,
2: I'm in a ghost town. <laughs> this is a town full of ghosts. Well, try- Not big enough to be a city, and everyone's dead. <laughs> well,
0: they, try- they tried to sell it as they like a wacky a comedy, and I think that's because Ricky Gervais was the main guy, and they're like, okay, we can't sell it as what it is, which is a romantic comedy, because yeah. no one's going to be like... hideously
2: unattractive.
0: Well, people aren't going to be like, oh, that's, that's the leading man I want to see. And
2: here's what's wrong with movies today. There used to be a time when your romantic lead could be Gene Wilder or Elliot Gould Mm -hmm. like a normal looking person but now it has to be like Josh Hartnett or George Clooney it can't be someone who is of average looks but ah,
1: I think movies go through phases well first of all they're always more forgiving to men than women there's never been a time when a homely woman has been the romantic except for Marty
2: and the whole point of it was that these are two homely people. Yeah, but, but yeah, you're right. It's never. It's and that always movie been was a, like
1: a, a once in a century occurrence yeah. of like talent. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
2: it's it's only when uh yeah it's always a an average guy with a very attractive woman. But it was a you, very you, sweet or like, movie. Or like modern uh, romance with uh with the Albert Brooks Albert movie, Brooks. where it's like, the whole movie like it's a really funny movie. But the whole movie you're like she's way too pretty for Albert Brooks. Right. Come on,
1: yeah. Except in real life, like the. Millionaire, famous Albert. Bruce. Yeah, well, then he
2: can get any woman he wants. Yeah, you know.
1: that's why like these guys sit down to write movies. Like I'm the lead, and I obviously have women storming all over me because they have done so since I had one ounce of fame in this city. Yeah, but
0: uh, it, you know, three good performances: uh, Ricky Gervais, uh, what's his face? Greg uh, Kinnear. Greg Kinnear is good in it. Taylor Leone, who I think often is a little, I don't know, there's something like sharp or cold about her, but she's very warm in this movie. And it's one of those rare romantic comedies where you're like, oh, I could see these people falling in love. I understand what they mm. have in common, other than the fact that the screenwriter has thrown them together. Yeah. So uh, I recommend that.
2: Yeah. And she puts her face right near like a ghost's penis, right? Or something sure. does?
0: There's that in it. I it's... saw
2: that in the commercial. I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to see this movie. Yeah. Because
0: how come the other ghosts have clothes but he doesn't? Well, because uh, people wear what they had on when they died. That is a dumb rule. Well,
2: it's consistent though. <laughs> it's, it's enforceable. <laughs> Apparently they've that's ghost cops. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Take that <laughs> shirt off, buddy. You died in the shower. Yeah. You don't get to wear pants.
1: I'll take any. I'll take any supernatural rules on that's held firmly throughout. Okay.
0: I would agree with that.
2: All right. Well, then I'm outvoted. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, your
0: your vote. I you? haven't
1: seen any movies recently. I feel bad. I, your rule it should be recent, right? Well, I mean, right?
2: it should Yay. be recent, but it can be anything. I'm right?
1: gonna have to bend the. I saw Scanner Darkly on Netflix okay. streaming, which is some years ago, like four years ago or something. But I really liked it. I expected it to be really boring, and I thought it was really cool. I, that movie kind of went quickly. I think relatively quickly. I thought it was like it wasn't right. great, but it was like yet. smart, like a lot of fun sequences. I guess like a lot of uh, his movies. Linklater is that he Richard yeah. Linklater. And like, w- good stretches of actors kind of being natural and real with each other and not a huge heightening of story.
2: That's very Linklater, yeah. And but you can, I, you can I, finally uh,
0: fulfill your dream of seeing uh, rotoscoped Winona Ryder's breasts.
2: Yeah. What? Is very- That's, true. That's true. How come I haven't seen this movie?
0: Yeah. yeah. You have a real fetish for cartoon Winona Ryder. Well,
2: cartoon breasts, really. But,
0: yeah. You know. And the rotoscoping out, so that was good. That I think that animation
1: good. style is cool. I thought it worked for like a weird science fiction style where you want some things to be weird and some things to be natural. Yeah.
0: yeah I, I
2: just, just want really the audience to know I don't really have a thing for cartoon boobs. That, uh, I, I do. It's too late. Oh, now. okay.
0: People, nice. people believe the first thing they hear, Elliot. And... Ah.
2: That's why Hitler got along so well for so long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> don't listen to that guy. He's crazy. Sorry, my mind's made up. I yeah. put him <laughs> already.
0: Yeah. That's science. was the
2: broadest accent I've ever done for a <laughs>
0: not, not like my Schrader. Hey, you want accents?
1: <laughs> Your accents are crap. I hadn't heard accents until I was
2: 45. <laughs> I've never been out of the country. Oh, 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 See, hey, oh, I'm I'm already on French. Look how French I am. Jeez. <laughs> easy. Accents are easy. <laughs> Schrader! <laughs> he yells his names yells his name at intervals.
1: Yeah. It's like self-centered Tourette's.
2: Well, I'll... <laughs> that's weird. That's a ter- that's
1: a Mad TV TV sketch from like ten years ago. I think. Sorry, Schrader,
2: Schrader, Schrader. <laughs> well, it doesn't really offend anybody. <laughs> it's Just kind of it's, the, I mean, it's out of the
1: ordinary. The it's it's reference is a little obscure for Mad TV. <laughs> I don't know if we're going. Oh, uh, they did tons of Schrader sketches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were America's clearinghouse oh. for Schrader sketches. Oh,
2: because uh, there's so many that needed clearing out. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> at bottom, you can't bottom go to races, the,
1: every college has got their Schrader, got their superhero <laughs> sketch, their zombie sketch, and their. Schrader's sketch.
2: <laughs> you can't just throw them out, Elliot. They've been written. I yeah. guess so. I mean, they don't expire until. <laughs> What's all your Traders... movie,
1: Elliot? Name a movie you like. We're gonna oh. be for. T- we're gonna be here for longer than it took Kevin Costner to cast a vote.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I saw on Friday of last week. I saw uh, Coraline, which I enjoyed a lot. That's the new movie with the voices of Dakota Fanning and Terry Hatcher and John Hodgman and. Uh, some other people who I don't remember. The it looks
1: beautiful. Ones. The trailer makes it look... It's
2: really... The animation is fantastic. It's Henry Selick who directed Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh. And I think James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, James and the Giant Peach. Yeah. Um, And it's just... He outdoes both of those movies in terms of the animation. Mm-hmm. Really great. And the figure acting is fantastic. And the design is really cool. And the voice acting, strangely enough, is really good. Like, really? usually they hire celebrities. and so they're they just can like, promote with their doing. Be name. yourself. Right. You're, you're Eddie Murphy. Just Eddie Murphy it up. But John Hodgman actually acts in it like and, and gets across this character that doesn't sound like too much like he does in real life. Mm-hmm. Terry Hatcher and Dakota Fanning both do a good like acting job of creating the characters that they're wow. doing, and it was just like a real and it's one of those movies that like there's no pop culture references in it. There's no like song montages set to like '80s hits or something. It's like not a
0: DreamWorks film. It's
2: not a. It's not Shrek, basically. Yeah. It's like, and like this is a movie that you can watch. Ten years from now, or you could have watched it ten years ago, and it would have been just. Well, as good. you couldn't
0: have watched it ten years. ago, I mean, if, if the movie had existed no, you're, ten years. Actually, you're wrong there. I'm yeah, in... what you're
1: saying is a is a temporal impossibility. Okay, well,
2: ten years from now, and then another ten years on top of that. And, and by okay. the way, it's Frankenstein's monster. Ding. Why yada? You guys. <laughs> well, Will knows
0: what that is. It's a callback.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it was it, like it was it felt it was a really good story like, told like in a, this solid way with beautiful animation, and the only caveat that I would give for the M tour is uh, <laughs> I saw it in 3d and I would recommend not seeing it in 3d. I huh. feel like the images are so beautiful on their own and there's so much going on in them. And the lighting is so not conducive to 3d and that the images are composed. They're not made for things to jump out at you yeah. that it really was distracting and not so, and like you, your brain is working harder to, to channel the 3d images and it makes it harder to focus on what's going on. Like whereas Beowulf, was much better in 3D than it would have been out of it because it's just this fucking guy shoving things in your face and there's a monster and then the camera zooms in, but this you know is a movie, so right. it, would be, it was a lot better.
0: We're rapidly approaching the uh, limits of what GarageBand can handle in a single audio file, so we uh, should sign off. Okay, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, oh, thanks for, thanks thanks you for coming, coming. Thank you for inviting me. I've been Dan McCoy.
2: I'm Will Hines, and I remain Elliot Kalin. Good night.
1: <laughs> oh, Shatterbox with the last word.
2: Yeah. Wait, do you need to know how to describe me? We could let you introduce yourself to, to the listening public. Yeah. I do was- <coughs> Do whatever you want. You, want have a, you have a specific intro that you want. I'm micromanaging and, now, and bailing at the same time. You do, whatever, <laughs> you do whatever you want. This has got to be perfect. I don't care. <laughs> right. You know, exactly. We cannot screw up. You know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's just play it loosey goosey. Stay on point. <laughs> <laughs> We...